Welcome to the Larnie Wilson Show, where I help you live the life you want without guilt, fear, or shame. Okay. Hi. How's it going? This topic today is one that I honestly didn't expect to be broaching again, but I want to start by saying that healing is not linear. And so every time that we come back to a topic, a situation, we're not really coming back to it, but we're coming to it from where we are right now. And my hope is that through this discussion, we will be able to give ourselves more grace and more compassion for navigating whatever it is that we're going through right now. So what am I even talking about? All right, let me take you back a couple years. It was 2019 and I started dating this woman and thought that she was the one. And that probably sounds really dramatic. I'm kind of an intense person sometimes, but I genuinely thought that this was the most wonderful person that I had ever met. And we had this whirlwind relationship that didn't last long, but I don't think the length of a relationship dictates the impact that a relationship has on us. And the way that that relationship ended, I knew, I knew that this was some karmic soul contract situation where she was meant to come into my life and meant to do exactly what she did. And that relationship blew up in such a fiery cosmic way. I did not even know what had happened. And I really fell into a depression for probably six, seven months. And I didn't know what to do. I had never been so gutted and devastated in my entire life. And I think that all of us have that experience. Like, I don't think as humans, we get through life. If we're putting ourselves out there, if we are like dating, I don't think we get through life without one of those life-changing breakups. And my therapist would say that she didn't change my life, that I chose to change my life as a result of what happened in the relationship. But I digress. You get the point. We all have those people who come in and were forever changed. And I spent a lot of time being sad about that. I mean, you know, if you've had this happen to you, you know, I I cried from the minute I woke up to the minute I went to sleep. I cried at working out. I like, I could not keep it together. I had been a freelance writer and a yoga teacher at the time and also did some nannying. I've had quite a colorful uh, career. But none of those things really felt like they mattered. And I let so much of my work go. I just, the thing about being a freelance writer is that you have to kind of constantly keep looking for contracts, looking for new people to write for. And I just stopped. I couldn't do it. And I realized that I had so much unhappiness about my life. I felt like the rug had been pulled out from underneath of me. And this future that I had painted in my head was no longer available to me. And I just didn't want to do anything. And I remember very distinctly saying to my therapist that I didn't care how much money 
I needed to spend. I didn't care if I had to spend every last penny in my savings account. I would do that to figure out what I was going to do next. And there's a lot of cool things that happened that led to me becoming a hypnotherapist, but that was absolutely what initiated it, which maybe I'll do a story about that another time. But the point is, I spent a lot of time grieving this. And yet, as the years have gone by, it's been four years at this point, I realized that I was still holding on to some sadness about what happened. And so more recently, I had a hypnotherapy session with a really great friend of mine because we do a little hypno trade every week. And I wanted to focus on releasing the pain and the sadness of that relationship because I want to be able to open myself up to love again. And I knew that because I was still holding on to so much disappointment and so much letdown and so much grief that there just wasn't space. And so I'm going to tell you what the session entailed, which is a little bit gruesome and a little bit emotional. So I just do want to caveat that. Um, it involves like some birth imagery. So if you're not here for that, maybe skip ahead the next like five minutes. Um, but within that session, she asked me to feel where I was feeling the pain of that relationship in my body. And so I told her I was actually feeling it in my pelvis. And so she invited me to release that pain from my pelvis. But what happened in my subconscious was that I gave birth to a stillborn. And that stillborn represented all of the hope and all of the love and all of the dreams that I had had about that relationship. And then I was able to give it a funeral and put a tombstone and lay it to rest and go through this process of, of grief and loss that we, that's important to do after any, after any loss that we go through, after any upset, we have to mourn. We don't have to, but if we want to move forward in a healthy way, mourning is so crucial. And what's crazy is that I had thought that I had mourned that enough. I thought the six months I spent completely depressed was enough mourning, but apparently it it wasn't. And I think sometimes we only give ourselves a certain amount of time to experience something and we tell ourselves, okay, well, it's been six months, got to pull myself together. I've got to figure something out, got to move on. But healing is not linear. Healing is not something that we just put a a stopwatch on and say, okay, this amount of time is done. So I'm better. Like, no, I think there's some things that we may never fully get over, but in my mind, and even as a hypnotherapist, it's not even about getting over it, but it's about changing the way that that event is impacting our life. You can still be sad about a loss that happened. But how is that sadness impacting you? In my case, I really felt like that was preventing me from wanting to open myself up again to anyone else romantically. And so it was impacting my life in a way that I didn't want. And so by going through this process and having that session and potentially more, if I still feel like it's something I want to work through on a subconscious level, then that is allowing that experience to no longer have that firm hold over me. And so I say this because if you have been going through something yourself, if you had a loss, if you had grief that happened two, four, six, it doesn't matter, 10 years, 20 years ago, that you're still carrying that, I want you to know that's okay. And that you really get to choose what you want to do about that. You know, you're allowed to feel sad. You're allowed to feel that. But if that, if those feelings are then preventing you from moving forward and living your life, 
then there is some work that you can do around that to help yourself heal on a deeper way. Because look, life is not always going to be like happy. We don't always have to find a beautiful, good lesson, but we don't have to let our painful experiences shape our entire future. We don't have to be defined solely by the worst things that have happened to us. Yes, they make up the beautiful, rich fabric of who we are as people. And there's no denying that. I will forever know that that relationship absolutely helped me to change for the better and to change my life in ways that are so rewarding. But I don't have to let that stop me from falling in love. And similarly, whatever your situation is, you don't have to let that really painful thing prevent you from having what you want. Because no, we don't always get what we want. But we definitely sometimes hold ourselves back from even trying, from even exploring the possibility. And that's really what I think we all deserve is to give ourselves a chance to explore, to give ourselves a chance to see what life could be like if we don't let the shadow of that pain color our every move moving forward. And there's reverence that we can have, just like I think the imagery was so impactful because it's like, yes, when someone dies and you, if they choose to be buried in a cemetery, you can go and visit, but you don't live at the cemetery. You go and you pay your respects and you bring your flowers and then you leave and you go out and do the things in your life that you want to do. And that's powerful. That is empowered, embodied healing. We don't need to gaslight ourselves. We don't need to act like we're not sad when we are. We don't need to act like something difficult didn't happen. But we don't have to live in the sadness. We don't have to live at the cemetery. So that's really what I wanted to offer in this part of this conversation. And to say that hypnotherapy obviously is an amazing tool for this. I clearly believe in it. And I'll keep you posted if you like on how that continues to go on how that healing continues to go, because it is a journey. It may not, you may not heal every single thing overnight, but even planting a seed of understanding and saying, Oh, I don't have to carry this all the time. Maybe for you, the image isn't a cemetery like it was for me. Maybe it's a backpack that you wear. Maybe it's a coat that is always draped over your shoulders. Like you can have some distance from that. You can be yourself again, and you can give yourself the space to figure out who you are in the aftermath of what has happened and also in the preamble to what is to come. You know, beginnings, it's so annoying, but beginnings are only possible because of endings. But if we don't let ourselves be in the end, if we don't let ourselves grieve and come back to that place whenever we need to, if we don't let ourselves acknowledge what we're feeling, then we can't really fully move forward. And I want you to move forward. I want me to move forward. I want all of us to live these beautiful, full, enriching, supportive, amazing lives. And so that means not beating yourself up about having feelings that you don't want to have. That means giving yourself the time and space to feel what you're feeling. Visiting that. Embracing the fact that, look, you are a human and you have a broad range of emotions and something's going to happen and it's going to make you think about that thing that you didn't want to think about. You're going to be sad. But you don't have to stay there. 
Just like you can feel extreme grief and sadness, you can also feel joy and wonder and excitement. Maybe sometimes we feel these things all at the same time. Maybe sometimes we're in a phase of feeling one and then we feel the other. But however you are feeling is valid. And I just don't want you to think that there's a problem with that. Even if it's been a year, five years, seven years, whatever. It's okay. We heal in spurts and starts. It's not one fell swoop. Gosh, wouldn't it be great if it was just like, ah, all done? Maybe we're never fully done. Maybe the point of being human isn't to fully be done or figured out. Maybe it's just to be. So I'll leave you with that as you move forward into the rest of this week. Really invite you to consider how can you let yourself be? How can you honor the feelings that come up? Even if you wish those feelings were done and you wish it was over. How can you just give more compassion to yourself, even in tiny ways? Maybe that's by starting by allowing yourself to feel what it is instead of pushing it down or criticizing yourself. Baby steps, my friends. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Larney Wilson show. If you enjoyed this episode, then go ahead and subscribe, leave us a five-star review, and I will see you back here very soon.